0: Everybody get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David Nikki Nellis, a foodie born and bred. My wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz.
1: And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a chef for under $20. Cause he is cheap.
0: Well, maybe so, but foodie married beast anyway, and together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking.
1: It's foodie and the beast, and we are on now.
0: Hey, everybody! Welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David Nikki Nellis on a stunning spring day. I always think that some harsh winter—that's be when I pass on to my reward. But once spring gets here, I know I'm good for a couple of months. It's gorgeous out.
1: Looks like it's gonna be. That's a, long, a happy thought, isn't it? Long summer. So. Huh?
0: It's, this is our annual spring fashion show, yes. and so I'm pretty much not going to have much to say except to kibitz the action. The whole
1: That's not true. There's some stuff here for you,
0: Yeah, well, and there's there
1: lots of stuff here for me. All
0: right, so let's talk about our guest. Elizabeth okay. Todd is back.
1: Yay! She's
0: the owner of the Shoe Hive in Alexandria. She was in a couple of, actually a couple of weeks ago, because the Alexandria Warehouse uh, sale was on. It was, was a couple months ago. It seems like weeks. And it she it was, was a couple in.
1: months.
0: All right. Let's talk about Juliet Campana.
1: Okay, so Juliet is in. She is the Georgetown-style director of Second Time Around Consignment Shop. So it's a pre-owned fashions with lasting style. So she's going to walk us through how to use consignment wear because some people find it difficult. All
0: right, right. and my main man Brian McConkey is here. Brian is the uh, general manager of the Great Republic. If you haven't been to the Great Republic you are missing out great republic's in city center and it's authentic and very high-end replications of of uh, Americana flags bags watches they've got a pen there that is made from the wood of a tree that George Washington pl- planted he planted 13 trees somewhere and they all kicked the bucket they cut them down <laughs> now they're making pens out of them not quill pens but other pens all right are so you done?
1: That was yeah. quite an intro. I okay, and my new best friend is Matthew Matthew Rosenheim. He's with the, Watch tiny, out,
0: Matthew. the
1: tiny Jewel Box, and he's brought in sort of all sorts of baubles and goodies for us to try on uh, to talk about spring. I know, I'm like You sweating. sounded like,
0: like Julia. Baubles and goodies.
1: <laughs> anyway, so we've got some vintage and uh, some new fine jewelry in studio that we'll be talking about later in the show. Uh, Also, Teresa Watts is in studio. I'm so excited to have her in here. She is the owner of Letty Gooch. It's one of the few independent boutiques in D.C., and she brought in some fabulous clothes. And we're going to be talking about the kinds of style that she thinks we should be wearing this spring.
0: spoiler alert, we're going to tell you what a Letty Gooch is, too. (laughs) All right, so... What is more awesome for spring sipping than Mezcal? Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. And there are lots of varieties I mean, of no, Mezcal. I mean, I
1: really don't
0: know. <laughs> so Arik Torin is the founder, really, of Fidencio Spirits. Uh, he's in with Taste and Talk of the Finer Side of Mezcal and a lot of other spirits. Am I right? Yep. Okay. And, of course, we're going to be talking to Mike Coke at uh, mm-hmm. Fresh Farm Markets. Mike, oh, are you? Mike, are you there? I am. Oh. Hi, uh, You're Mike. so quiet and demure. Good
1: morning.
0: Hey, Mike, how are you? So. So uh, the markets must be exploding with people this morning.
1: Tell us what's
2: going oh, on. Gosh. Uh, Fresh Farm DuPont is the place to be this morning. It is packed, and uh, it's bringing out all of the season's best. Uh, the cut flower growers are just turning it out. The tulips are incredible. Uh, and we've got uh, Brussels sprouts in the spring. And uh, those of you that love those West Virginia ramps, uh, they are still here at market as well.
1: How much and, longer and the, for the ramps, Mike? How long? What's the season for those?
2: I would give them another week, maybe. Two. Oh, we better They're ramp up. In. Thank My you. We better ramp just up. Just an easy Please one. Please stop. We'll just start. The, uh, you, the other, you know, thing I'd say, and it's sort of a, a little downer a bit, but last weekend's deep freeze, we're working closely with our tree fruit growers to assess uh, the damage. Uh, it, it may have impacted significantly the tree fruits that we're going to see later on. So everybody send warm thoughts to those little buds on the.
1: uh, All right. We got warm vibes.
2: Cherry, peach. Yeah. Because we we want to make sure those fruits are here.
1: Hey, I got a couple, one last question for you. So when do we think morels will be coming in?
2: Are we close? Morels are foraged. We never see many of them at market. They're very difficult to cultivate. If we're going to see any, they'll be with the mushroom growers. Uh, over the next couple of weeks it is it is the season now but uh, you know they're hard to cultivate those little buggers
1: no i know has it been rainy enough for them
2: uh you know they require a lot of moisture in the mountains uh appalachia it's been quite rainy so i'm expecting to to get some out there yeah
1: cool all right tell everybody where they can find you today mike
2: www.freshfarm.org. thanks everyone
0: thanks for the morale of the story uh, ha, ha. thank you bye. so much don't
1: laugh don't laugh at that I, I,
0: I, Mike and bye. I get along so okay, we Mike. bye Mike all right so let's get into
1: mezcal uh, all
0: right all right let's talk about fidencios first of all let's get your 411 and why mezcal it's not like you had that in your I'm baby not from bottle Mexico.
3: I've <laughs> uh, been in the restaurant business most of my life and kind of fell in love with it. Uh went down to Oaxaca to visit uh my my best friend Amy mm-hmm. and now she's my business partner. She has a hotel down there on the coast called Villas Carrizalio. I sent the field
1: trip coming on. I, that's right. I, I advise I, I
3: strongly a it strongly Recommended.
0: the beast yes. investigative story on <laughs> Oaxaca. It's <a> great place.
3: <laughs> and then one thing led to another and that's sort of the, they say Mescal finds you and that's kind of how it found me. Uh, we met Enrique Jimenez, who is my par- my other partner, and the maestro mezcalero, the producer of Fidencio Mezcal, mm-hmm. and here we are almost seven years later.
1: Well, so let's talk about mezcal a little bit, because people, not everybody understands it. People think te- tequila and mezcal are one and the same, yeah. but they are not. Can you give us a little history? You know,
3: the history is, the best way to, for me to explain it is there are two definitions of mezcal. The, the elegant and simple is what I call the historic definition, and it's anything historically distilled from agave in mexico agave Mm -hmm. being the plant um what happened is tequila became the first appellated uh mezcal because tequila was called mezcal at at one point uh and uh just like bordeaux or something like that uh it became a specific type of mezcal and the analogy that i use is that at that point in time you could say mezcal was like the catch-all like brandy and um uh, tequila is like cognac, a specific type. Mm-hmm. And then, where it gets a little confusing for uh, to think about is that uh, in 1994, Mezcal became its own appellation of origin with its specific boundaries and areas and rules. And uh, so, now since then, I like if tequila is like cognac, you could say Mezcal is like Armagnac, two side by side independent Dios, but definitely um, similar because they come from the same origins.
1: Okay, so we're going to have to move on. Okay. So what are you going to pour for us first?
3: Okay, so we started you off with a little welcome cocktail, a mezcal mule. It's a great, refreshing start. Isn't it really
1: welcoming? Has everybody had some? What a way to kick off a show, a little mezcal cocktail.
0: Wake me up when the show's over. (laughs) And
3: and what we're doing is four tastings of um, mezcals, because great mezcals are really best appreciated, in in my opinion, um, having them neat. And what we did was offer them with some pairings of little bit of, like, palate cleansers. Uh, to so really just tell highlight. us what we're doing first. The first one is Fidencia Tobala. Mm-hmm. It's a wild foraged agave. It's pretty rare, and we're serving that with a classic Oaxacan uh, offering uh, with mezcal, which is the orange slices and sal de gusano. That's a salt mixed with guajillo and chili de arbol roasted with
0: the gusano or okay. the it's a it's a larva of a butterfly. All right, now we're gonna move on.
1: Okay, and now I'm not Newport. eating that. Thank you. All right, so Elizabeth. <laughs>
0: Elizabeth Todd is the owner of the Shoe Hive. Nikki is uh, uh, her We have shoe che.
1: differences. Yeah, we have yes. a little bit of shoe differences. All right,
0: so but let's talk about what's trending for spring and shoes and accessories. And now I'll okay. be quiet.
1: Okay, <laughs> our turn. <laughs> yes, have at it. So let's talk about what you brought in some really fabulous things today. I bought in, I feel bad though. they're not high enough heels. They're for not you. high enough heels. I know. I know. Okay. I feel like I disappointed you. You got to open the no, short call. You're to me. But <laughs> I guess what's scaring me is that. This is what's in style for the season. This is. And I'm not going to be wearing it. <laughs> we do have some higher heels in, in okay. the store, I will say. We're
4: still, we still can accommodate you. But, yeah, so chunky heels are really big this year, kind of the city sandal, which mm-hmm. if you live in Old Town or D.C. and have to walk around on the bricks, it's a good trend for us. Right, um, You don't have to pull your stiletto out of the bricks anymore. So when you
1: say a chunky heel, like yes. you have varying heights here. So, yes. like, this one is a real block, And I've seen Chanel is doing the same thing. So is that something that's just, is that going to bleed into fall? Or do you think this is just... We already
4: went to fall market in February and everything is a chunky heel. So it is going to continue on. And a lot of these kind of lower, a lot of the round toe, uh, you know, ballet flats with the chunky, they've Mm -hmm. added a chunky heel to a lot of ballet flats for fall. So this trend is going to keep on going for sure. It's going to stick around. It's going to stick around.
1: And what about, because you brought in some sneakers. Sneakers. And I was just up in New York City last week. Everybody was wearing Everybody. sneakers. A lot of Adidas, believe it or not. A that lot was very ad- hot with the skinny jeans.
4: Yes, and like the with the three black stripes like exactly. the from back in the day. Yes. Right. That's and the K Swiss leather ones are wearing Sneakers yep.
0: with what? Exactly? With jeans. Oh.
4: Everything with jeans, dresses a t-shirt, with and a skirts. jacket. So yeah. you're not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I mean the sneaker trend is alive and well and it's going to continue on. Um, they're just kind of changing it up. They're adding a platform to sneakers. It's a lot of slip-on sneakers
1: still, How but also high on platform. I mean, we're we talking like a platform. Not platform? high enough for you? I don't like okay. two, three inches.
4: Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I okay. know. And they're so comfortable. They're like See, the this best. is the
0: downside okay, of Okay, so here's where you and I differ. <laughs> I, know. I don't.
1: Shoes have nothing to do with comfort for I know, me. I know. I'm totally and I, I own it. I'm totally cool with that. But you can
4: walk around in them and not want to cut your feet off with the, like the five-inch heels. That is like. Kudos to you because I cannot do that, and I own a shoe store. I am not capable. I know, capable. but you're also five nine, I know and that's, I'm true. Five feet tall, that's true. That's so. true. That
1: is true. What about colors? I know.
4: Colors think, like, colors are big, like, I know sorry really talk about? And I'm not a big color person <laughs> either to run out so this, time. I know, so color's huge, um, lots of kind of like the bubblegum pink and this like pretty mint mint green, so tons of colors for spring
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, which is unusual. It's been such a nude palette for the last few seasons in right. the spring, so it's kind of nice to see a little bit of color, so and what
1: have you got for Because you brought for bags? Days, so this kind of is kind of the fun.
4: festival look, the whole Coachella, Coachella. thing that I think is I' it might, over yet? I'm probably too old for, yeah, I mean. We some of us age okay, out you of the festival there, but you
1: don't understand <laughs> for us women who get fashion emails all day long oh, it's
4: like coachella all they're coachella. Talking about is coachella yeah it's all they talk about i know i know it's it's insane but it it's is a
1: funky bag
4: yeah this is so this is jerome Dreyfus. so it's um out of paris it's um isabel marant's husband it's mm-hmm. his line so we that's from the shoe hive we carry a lot of his bags and they i think they kind of do a good job of they're the festival thing, but not too, like, well, festival you, you
0: said Isabel Moran, Every guy's face went, Como? I
1: know.
4: I know. What? You know who I'm talking so about. Was. Yes. Okay, I mean, know? come on. Yeah. So, um, but these are great bags. And then this is kind of a little crossbody from Bishop Boutique, which is an old town as well. well. But that's so way
1: more structured. Way more structured. Way, so yeah. for, for spring and summer... Do you think we're gonna see more of the unstructured bag or because like the big design houses are doing very structured bags? It's starting I think
4: it's the bags are starting to get smaller and smaller and a little bit more unstructured. Like in the you know, we're used that to seeing these so huge, too. huge bags. And so they've definitely gotten a little slouchier and a little smaller as okay. well. And you're gonna so, see
1: more of that. What about yes. the sort of fringe trend? Do you think you're, we're still gonna see a lot of that or is that gonna go away? It's it's not like in fall, it
4: was like ridiculous. You couldn't, mm-hmm. like everything had fringe on everything. it. It was kind of insane. Um, mm-hmm. And so you couldn't get away from it. In spring, it's around. It's not as like dominant, but it's still fall. There is still a little bit of that, little bit. that fringe thing. yeah. So you can still use it? Yeah. You, oh, yeah. You can still use it. It's just not
0: like So there is a everything. fringe element.
4: There's a fringe like, element. It's just not okay. like the only and element. We've like only got fall. a couple
0: of sex here. Uh, beauty is on the list too Beauty's about dewy the highlighted skin.
4: So. <laughs> yes, so beauty trends. So we have Bella Cara, a great store in Old Town, and so it's a fabulous. Store. It's a fabulous it store. I love that store. So a lot of highlighters. Do you like to use a lot of the highlighters oh, in the I summertime?
0: Yeah, I literally
4: pulled him down and paint his face. <laughs> <That's> okay. <delicious. laughs> Do you prefer the liquid yeah, or but the powder? But our sex life
0: is not part of this show. <laughs> so...
4: Uh,
1: No, so let's talk about highlighters because people screw up with them all the time. Yes, and I will
4: say I'm not, yeah, I would be one of those people. So you definitely need, Bella can help teach you how to properly apply highlighter yeah, because
1: right now like with the kardashians yes. everybody's all about like doing
4: oh like, yeah all these, like, like strange
1: shading things to your face exactly it's a lot of work it's a lot of work you have to know
4: what you're doing or else right. it could be a little bit unfortunate
0: <laughs> all right, we gotta take a break <laughs> okay. everybody go to the shoe hive in alexandria yes. see elizabeth She's thank there. you yeah we
4: even did... have
1: super high heels change the register all right, I'm <laughs> Old Town business district all thanks right. so much hit it we'll be back with more fashion and more mezcal in just a bit
3: this segment of Foodie and the Beast is sponsored by Clyde's. Enjoy Bell & Evans air-chilled brick chicken at Clyde's this month for fifteen ninety five at your neighborhood Clyde's restaurant. Find your nearest location at Clyde's.com. Also at Old Evett Grill and the Tombs.
7: Like Federal News Radio on Facebook for a look at some of the top federal stories each day. Plus, we'll give you a taste of what goes on behind the scenes. Find us at Facebook.com slash Federal News Radio.
6: We all play a role in keeping our community safe.
7: Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives.
1: It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday.
6: Some are good, others not so much.
1: But that's life.
6: It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention.
8: Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday.
6: So protect your everyday.
8: If you see something suspicious,
7: say something to local authorities. I'm Aileen Black. And I'm Gigi Shum. Together, we host Women of Washington. You'll hear the inspiring and amazing stories of women who have paved their own path to success and achieved incredible milestones in their careers. Some have leaned in. Others took an unconventional approach. All have made an impact on the business landscape of Washington, D.C. and beyond. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 1 for Women of Washington, Federal News Radio, 1500 a.m. Download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Women of Washington.
0: Okay, we're back on "Foodie and the Beast" with David and Nikki Nellis, and we're talking spring fashion trends—a subject that I know pretty much nothing about, but my That's wife not does. Entirely true. Thank God. Well, you I've your
1: own personal. I'm interest. being
0: shy and demure. I know
1: you're being weird. But
0: let's go back to Arak Torin uh, uh, from Fidencio Spirits. You guys were talking about before about smokiness, listen, about the mezcal and some of the mezcal's maybe being over the top with the smokiness thing. So What
1: are we looking for in a mezcal? Are we looking for that smoke?
0: I'm looking for diversity. I look for a well-made spirit well, we're something that's
1: that I mean, on. I have, yeah, you better not you know be. because
3: and that's why I have multiple brands. So the next one we're going to talk about is Mezcal de Rumbes. And we have a bunch of expressions from them, from different producers. And they're all going to lay in quite differently into your palate and how they okay, feel. Okay, which one
1: is the first one? The, the first, first one is
3: Fidencio Tobala. So it's a to- to- Tobala agave, mm-hmm. and it's made by Fidencio from the state of Oaxaca.
1: Okay, and the second one? The
3: next one is from Mezcal de Arumbes. And that's the
1: smokier of
3: the two? I don't think so. Well, you tell me. Um, I think, uh, but this is from a different state, San Luis mm-hmm. Potosi in the north. And it's uh, very floral and very uh, herbal. And uh, this is a agave called Samianna, okay. And this one I paired with a fenugreek gouda cheese. And I really recommend that you play into that pairing because it's one of those pairings that the sum is really uh, a whole new. It brings you to a house. place. It's delicious. Yeah, it's really cool. Really good. And they play, they're amazing together.
0: Whoa.
1: Okay. We're going to come back to you in a little bit. All Everybody good. do your pairing.
0: All right. So now we're going to talk more fashion for yes. girls. Yes. Women. So Juliet Campana is a Georgetown style director. It's second time around. It's a consignment shop, and typically consignment sort of denotes whatever anybody has kind of lying around the house, and they send it off and see what they can get for it. No, that's is not is, what it is. At this all. is not. Well, yeah, it no, is. No, it's not. Typically, in like the one in Kensington, is just that. But they this don't is,
1: take anything. You just, know what
0: I mean? No, I I'm don't. I'm saying there's stuff they think they can sell, but this consignment shop is so high end and it's great.
1: They're very particular.
0: Designer stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, yeah. Okay. When you say consignment, I don't think consignment is thought of as, as necessarily the top of the pyramid, but clearly okay. it is.
1: I disagree with your assessment. You're allowed to.
0: Go ahead. It wouldn't be the first so time. So tell
8: us a little bit about the shop. Okay. Um. So we're a very contemporary consignment boutique. Um, we try to take really high-end pieces and sort of curate um, what feels like a modern contemporary fashion boutique. Uh, We happen to be consignment, but it feels very current um, and like you're in any other boutique. Um, So, yeah. Well, so,
1: but I think some people find consignment shopping difficult only because they don't know how to make maybe something that's five or six years old current today. So how do you work with people about that? I mean, some of the things you brought in are timeless. I mean, you brought in Jimmy Choo heels and a Prada bag. I mean, you can rock those any day of the week. 20 years from now. So how do you take some of the... But the clothing is a little different. So how do you take those and make them current?
8: Um, I think it's about finding very classic styles, knowing which styles you like on your body, and Mm -hmm. then um, looking for high-end designer pieces that are made of really high-quality materials and fit really well Mm -hmm. and are just those really classic, timeless styles, and then pairing them with more unique, fun pieces um, like we like brought, for in for example, because you brought in some very interesting things. Yeah. So, like you know, we have like just a basic, simple silk equipment blouse, mm-hmm. um, in a neutral color, which is a very timeless look. Um, and then we have some Stella McCartney trousers that fit really well and are a great classic silhouette. Mm-hmm. And then we have this Balenciaga graphic printed tee that's kind of funky, um, and it's just like an interesting way. No one's gonna have this, right? Um, and it's sort of just a very distinct interesting piece that you can mix with the more classic
0: so who brings this the the goods to you I mean, do you have like this kind of uh population of folks that that buy high end designer goods and then at the end of the season they're done with it and they bring it to you or is it do you have a broad base
8: um of we consigners? Have, we have a pretty broad consigner base I mean we get everyone from students from Georgetown and George Washington university um career women in the area um a lot of women who love to shop and shop online and wind up not not keeping the pieces and bringing them to us to consign um
1: oh they're my size are they they are they're my size (laughs) (laughs) they're really high (laughs) you'd
0: have to be really high to pay that much for a shoe.
1: So we were talking off air about vintage and you guys are very particular in how old the pieces are. I personally, I love really fabulous vintage clothes from the 70s and early 80s. But you said you guys are very selective about that.
8: Um, We do try to take more contemporary pieces. The general rule of thumb is no more than three years old, Mm -hmm. Um, with the exception of really high end pieces like. Chanel, Hermes, labels like that, Mm -hmm. um, we will definitely take pieces that are older. Um, But generally, when it comes to clothing and the more contemporary labels, um, we're looking for very current. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of want it to feel almost like um, an intermix or a cusp for less.
1: Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And now you guys have a big event going on that I'm actually going to be a part of. Can we talk about it?
8: Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, so the last weekend of April, we're mm-hmm. having a big grand opening event. We're having festivities all weekend. Um, and 10% of all proceeds are actually going towards Becky's Fund, which is a really great organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're really excited about that. So you're addressing myself and five, five other women? Five other women, mm-hmm. trendsetting women in the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be showcasing... I mean, my husband doesn't know
0: about this. He's uh, like, wait, what? No, no, oh. I know. I know. I, I read the script.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: right, I was just thinking about... Um, every time we hear trendsetting, I just see a wallet open with money flying away. <laughs>
8: oh, Poor baby. Um, so why do this? Um, we really want to just let people know that... Um, We've moved to a new location. We're mm-hmm. in a new space, and we've really rebranded. Um, the whole company is sort of rebranded and um, sort of upped um, just the overall quality. I mean, mm-hmm. the boutique feels a lot different than it felt a few years ago. Okay. Um, we just want to let people know that um, we're here, we're high-end, and we want to attract consignors. Um, and do
1: you assist people? So when people come in, you know, sometimes it's really hard to navigate uh, through a consignment shop. Are you like would the staff really help people put some of those like unlike a cusper an intermix where it's kind of like already there and together. Do you guys help assist in that process?
8: Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we style women all day and it is a little more difficult in a consignment boutique because there's only one of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only one size of everything Um, and there's. Once an item sells, it's gone. So there's just a constant, like, new inventory. Um, so, so yeah, we do have to be aware of, like, our shoppers and help them put outfits together and style mm-hmm. them from head to toe.
0: I'm <laughs> just looking at this Jimmy Choo shoe, and it's like having the Empire State Building under your heel and your foot on the ground. How does anybody walk in these?
8: I walk in them
1: all the time. <laughs> I not
0: get it. It's beyond me.
1: They're torture chambers. Uh, uh-huh. I, they are.
0: Okay, so... uh when you when you all are getting dressed, what happens then? Will this be at the open house?
8: No, no, no. To explain to them how the process works. So we're going to be showcasing <laughs> um, these trendsetters on our social media.
0: Ah.
8: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they'll be styled um, head-to-toe in outfits from our boutique, and we'll take photos and post them. And um, all of the trendsetters have very distinct styles. Um, so it's just basically... How to put together great outfits. Well, and you have great people who are doing it. You have Rachel Catherine. She's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: She has terrific style. And Becky Lee, obviously. I mean, you have a lot of really interesting different people
8: who are playing a part of it. And yeah, you. definitely. And me. And, and you. you. <laughs> All right, let's
0: make sure everybody knows where Second Time Around is because yes, you moved. Yes, your new
8: location. Yep, we just moved up the street to 3109 M Street. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're right below Steve Madden right now. Okay. Yeah, Thank you for okay. coming in. Thank All right, I'm going to switch
0: you out with Brian McConkie real okay. quick. Brian is the general manager of the Great Republic. There are only two Great Republic stores in this world. One is in Colorado and one is here at City Center. Brian? Hi. Hello, hello, hello. hello. How are
1: you? So why I'm don't great, you,
0: I you. talked a little bit about the store
6: at the beginning, but why don't you lift that mic up? Little higher to your oh, tall. alcohol right, you're and so going, tall. going well. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, definitely, we're just basically, you know, the ultimate guy shopping experience. You, you know, know, guys why. don't really have a great place to shop anymore. So, we kind of factor in on the gentleman's choice of unique items, uh, leather goods and whatnot, cufflinks. Got over like 600 pairs of cufflinks. Basically, you can style that how any way you want. But uh, the key is that you got
0: authentic Americana in there. There's a flag from. The state of Minnesota around 1811 or something. That, you
6: 1858, know. but I won't hold that against well, you. I well, I'll I'll remember be on when the flag, flag was made soon. in
0: 1811.
6: And <laughs> exactly. So we have that. Uh, I brought in a first edition Casino Royale, which is in my uh, bison leather bag down there. We can kind of show you guys a little bit later. Um, but, yeah, just basically one-of-a-kind originals, um, flags. I got a first edition engraving uh, of Washington Crossing the Delaware, which is basically, I mean, top-notch uh, based off of Lutz's painting. Um, back in the 1850s, so it's I mean it's a beautiful, beautiful piece framed up beautifully. But you've got new stuff. I mean, the thing that I love is there uh, apparently George Washington
0: planted some cherry trees way exactly. back when, and they died, and they were cut down, and you guys bought all the wood, and you make you've got a resource that makes pen out of it.
6: Exactly, them. we got a local guy, uh, basically out of Maryland. He does these basically one of a kind pens. He's got the you know the Monticello wood, uh, Thomas Jefferson, and then we got George Washington wood. Um, I brought in a Rolex face that he actually takes apart. You know. The watches that he can't fix anymore, uh, he takes them and pen? heats them up. Yeah. yeah, the pen. It's
1: insane. Uh, so cool.
6: Basically takes it apart and puts it together to make a one-of-a-kind rollerball pen. I mean, talk about it. It's awesome. Awesome. All right.
1: Where do you find these? I mean, who's doing the curating for the shops?
6: Uh, one of our owners, our managing owner, Eddie Papson. Um, mm-hmm. Washington posted a great article about him three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he's doing it for 25-plus years, Air Force veteran why it's a two-star general in the air force or very military nah, there's a the guy that knows how to take orders <laughs> exactly right absolutely
1: <laughs> and so he just goes around i mean he has a, a specific style that exactly he's
6: to... scours basically the earth uh, and to find these uh, one-of-a-kind pieces um mm-hmm. but he has yeah he's exactly. been various connections various avenues 25 plus years of doing it mm-hmm. um basically a broad range of, uh, of americana that can really fit anybody, anybody's liking. But you've got new stuff, too. You've got watches. You've got...
1: Well, he brought in a whole slew of yeah, today. Yeah, brought I in mean- the
6: watches. Uh, I'm actually wearing one of our other brands out of Brooklyn, New York, basically doing the same thing as Shinola. It's called Throne. So, you know, Shinola is making watches in Detroit, mm-hmm. American-made. These people do them out of Brooklyn. Uh, brought in those. We have watches, leather goods made in the States, high quality, not mass-produced. Well, so
1: let's, let's bring that down a little bit. So let's talk about the leather bags that you have yeah because they're really unique very uh, especially very especially like the one you brought in today but you have a wide variety what you no, we've at got
0: me. we've got a minute um
1: okay so we can start talking about the <laughs> let's start talking about bags, the bags break, yeah and then come back and so finish talking about uh, yeah
6: bags. i brought in a one of our um coronado brand does this uh bison american bison leather weekender bag i brought that baby in mm-hmm. it's actually a fighting animal so i mean the hides going to be no two hides on a bison are actually um one of a kind. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the fighting wait, wait, feel wait. a bit different.
1: They are one
6: of a kind. Are one of a kind. I'm okay. sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the tanning process on them is so unique, so one of a kind. And mm-hmm. basically, you know, uh, detail, attention to detail, which is basically kind of gone away, it's mm-hmm. going to last you a lifetime. So we focus on leather goods that are lasting you a lifetime Terrific. as opposed to just a year.
1: Okay, so when we come back, you brought in some gorgeous cufflinks that we'll talk about.
6: Absolutely. Um, And
1: I want to talk about those bourbon toothpicks because I'm obsessed with them. Definitely. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a minute.
5: This segment of Foodie and the Beast is sponsored by Black Restaurant Group. Enjoy brunch on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with bottomless mimosas alongside Cajun fare from Chef Austin Ginsberg at Pearl Dive Oyster Palace.
6: This is Scott Mascioni. Follow me for the latest news critical to the defense community on Twitter at smascioniwfed. S-M-A-U-C-I-O-N-E-W-F-E-D.
7: On your mark, get set, go. Lace up your sneakers and get stretching to kick off Public Service Recognition Week by participating in the 4th Annual Public Service 5K Run-Walk in Anacostia Park on Sunday, May 1st. Come out to show your support and celebrate the achievements of our federal, state, and local employees. Runners, walkers, families, and strollers are welcome. Register now at publicservice5k.com. Maryland has a new way of voting. Voters will now use a paper ballot to cast their votes. On election day, mark your ballot using an ink pen, review your ballot, making sure it's marked correctly, then scan your ballot. For more information about the new
1: voting system, please visit the Prince George's County Board of Elections website at elections.mypgc.us or call 301-341-7300. Voting is as easy as 1-2-3. Sponsored by Prince George's County Board of
5: Elections. This is John Gilroy. My show, Federal Tech Talk, answers the question, how does technology make life easier for the federal audience? I've spent years interviewing federal CIOs, tech leaders, and big company CTOs. What they tell me is compelling, provocative, and always relevant to the federal government and contractor. Check it out Tuesday and Thursday afternoons at 1 on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM, or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Federal Tech Talk.
0: All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David Nikki Nellis. We're talking not just spring fashion trends, but with Moms and Dads Day coming up. Some great gift ideas. Brian McConkie is the general manager of the Great Republic down at City Center. And uh, we're talking about all the the authentic Americana they've got and the unbelievable reproductions. One thing you've got down there, that, and I have a pair, are some amazing cufflinks. I think I bought
6: type my initials and type typewriter keys. Yeah, typewriter keys, vintage typewriter keys that yeah. they turn into cufflinks. So you, really got, your, you cool. got your initials, right?
1: But you brought in ones with um uh, the DC flag, and you brought in some James Bond ones. Where are you guys getting these?
6: Exactly. From? So that's uh, our owner Eddie's exclusive design. So we actually had a, oh, found wow. a vendor that that did our cufflinks. So those are only exclusive to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were talking about how it's you know we have over like 500 pairs of cufflinks, so it's basically a, a smorgasbord. A plethora, right. a cornucopia <laughs> of, of cufflinks. <laughs> it's just kind of my look You, a little little. you know, TV I went. I'm a college words. graduate. You know, not right. only that, you know, a college graduate, baseball player. So it worked out really well. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I
1: forgot you're a baseball. Player.
6: Yeah, yeah. It um. Out.
1: <laughs> okay. So we talked about the cufflinks. Can we talk about we were we did another radio show with you where you talked about these bourbon toothpicks with this leather case, which I think is. Like the best housewarming gift,
6: right? Ever. Exactly. So they soak these toothpicks in bourbon. We have bourbon and single malt scotch. So they mm-hmm. soak them for an extended period of time, and then they dry them out, and they just retain a little bit of their flavor. They come in this glass vial. It's very, very top tier, right. but it's uh, they retain a little bit of their flavor, and it's really fun. It's a fun gift. It's a fun gift.
1: And do you guys still do the tastings?
6: Uh, we still well at, after five, kind of towards the weekends, we do Eagle Rare. I mm-hmm. serve Eagle Rare to you know customers that come in. Um, and just kind of something that's basically our little niche.
1: Right. right. It's well, not
6: champagne. I want to make sure everybody knows where the Great Republic is exactly at City Center. Okay. And
1: just for the record, you say it like it's not champagne. Like, champagne is a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not, not bad.
6: Yeah, it's not bad at all. Okay. No, it's really, really, really good, Kentucky Bourbon. But we're at City Center, uh, 973 Palmer Alley, Northwest, right next to, right across from Centralina, right next to Rare Suites, Louis Hermes, all okay. those people. Okay. All right. Okay. Brian, yeah. thanks. Thank you Thank right, thanks for right. appreciate coming it. in.
0: Arik, right, let's go back to you for a sec. Um, uh, what's the – there's so many glasses. I know. Here.
3: We've got a lot. What would you pour next? We're on number three, which is a mezcal. We're going back to Oaxaca. It's, it's called Mezcal Coach. Uh-huh. It's another brand, a very extensive brand. They they play with lots of different varieties of agave. This one is from one of their producers in the village of Sola de Vega, and this is made in a clay pot still. So – Many different things come into influence. This one is Look, so different. Yeah, so you feel the earth in this, mm-hmm. and it really pairs well with the dark chocolate. I feel chocolate. the earth move. Uh huh. Uh-huh, with uh-huh. the dark chocolate. Yeah. Now you're going to be a coach,
1: today. Yes. Are you pouring all these, a Sean? Yeah, I'm on? pouring
3: all these. I might not pour this one. This is a preview. Of this le- the next one. Okay. Uh, and that's uh, that's it's the only for the special people, like the judges who are going to be
1: people, there. Maybe. And
0: it's a working. That was a shameless plug for you.
1: Well, I am judging. are you judging, Chris? No, not today. All Good. right. All right. So we'll taste that, but now we'll move well, on. Well, let's
0: talk to Matthew Matthew Rosenheim, who's president of the Tiny Jewel Box, which is a, a, a storied family business here it in D.C. And founded by your dad? Founded by my grandmother and the, grandfather grandmother. in
1: 1930. I kind of need to see that watch. Can you move that over here?
0: Oh, please. Here we go.
1: Okay.
0: All right. So Come when, on. If what, you're going to bring it in, can I try it on? Why don't we start with just the, the kind of the story of the Tiny Jewel Box here?
5: So the Tiny Jewel Box was founded by my grandmother and grandfather in 1930 in Washington, D.C. Most recently, we just underwent a grand uh, reopening and built out an additional 8,000 square feet. So we have a 20,000-square-foot operation on the corner of Connecticut Avenue and
0: M Street. Right, if you guys remember that old Burberry store. Right,
1: exactly. That's our new
0: headquarters. That ain't bad. (laughs) So
1: you brought in, you know, you guys do a lot of estate sales. You do a lot of vintage, and obviously you do a lot of new. You work with a lot of new designers, too. So you brought in a real wide array of kind of your offerings let's talk about it and can so, you open that watch for me so the great the great
5: thing is that tomorrow morning we start the biggest sale the only sale that we ever run so it's the biggest sale in watches jewelry and diamonds in the entire metro region oh God, every year we
1: sleep out so, front or what
5: <laughs> everything that i brought here is going on sale tomorrow morning so incredible deals the watch you were admiring is uh from the storied brand chopard it's mm-hmm. rose gold and diamonds from the imperiali collection um it's a forty five thousand dollar watch that you can buy for twenty six thousand dollars.
0: Only twenty six thousand dollars. <laughs> Operators are on <laughs> duty now.
5: But just an example of the kind of iconic but global brands that we sell at so Can
1: I ask you a question though? I mean, so for jewelry going on sale. Yes why do you need to put jewelry on sale i mean it's great i'm not complaining but why do it why offer that for twenty thousand dollars so our
5: biggest buying season for the fall kicks off in mid-may to mid-june and what we do is we clear out inventory we raise money before we go shopping and in the fall we bring in a whole new array of designers uh watch brands and different merchandise so it's the way that the store constantly stays fresh and continually has an influx of new uh and cool merchandise
1: that makes sense. I have to figure out how to do that. I need to figure out how to get rid of things, make some money. Well, I want to ask Matthew.
0: Like the
5: consignment variety. store. The consignment store here. Uh, <laughs> right. of, all the
0: people, of all the people in Washington, Matthew, I think I admire you the most. But do people try and suck up to you for, you know, a bit of
5: I thought we already cut a deal, David.
1: Yes, we already got a deal going on. <laughs> so, something. but let's talk about some of the new designers and some – because you brought in these beautiful vintage pieces. Let's talk about them and how, you know, for people who are looking to be current – Um. How do you guide them in buying vintage pieces? And for some of the new designers whose stuff may be a little real modern, like, for example, the multi-tiered ring that you have.
5: Sure. Um, So when it comes to vintage, which is what our company was founded on, mm -hmm. I think that today in a retail world where there's a lot of sameness, there's a true luxury in having something vintage, something unique, something that's one of a kind that you're not going to see mm-hmm. on anyone else. So I think that's the appeal of vintage today. And I brought in a pair of 1950s vintage signed Tiffany & Company brooches, something that you would just never see today. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a way to kind of... uh hip it up these are brooches, brooches. I, I I a pair of they brooches wearing. they're beautiful yeah. you actually nice. wear both of them at the same time mm-hmm. um a, in addition i brought in some kind of cutting edge pieces from new designers like spinelli cocolin uh who makes a, a stacked ring that you can wear on one finger or three fingers rose white and yellow gold black diamonds just that edgy up. hip and cool right um along with but uh, do
1: people come in and see that and get it or do you have to explain it? Because, I mean, that's a really interesting piece. It's very different.
5: I think people haven't seen uh, the concept.
1: This, I mean... It's not like that.
5: Wear it on one finger, wear it on four fingers right. is a little bit of a new concept. Exactly. But at the same time, I think it's also just fun uh, mm-hmm. and classic. Um, so you have to explain it a little Beautiful. bit. But once you put it on, it explains itself. What is that piece? Is it's that a, a necklace? This a is a... Uh, a bracelet done by Marley, New York City. It's a crossover bracelet done in rose gold and diamonds. Rose gold is a big trend, both mm-hmm. in watches and jewelry. So split I brought a couple of pieces. Right. All of these pieces go on sale tomorrow morning. Okay. Um,
1: and so you also brought in a fabulous men's watch. Let's hear about that. I let's, did. I mean, this let's is, uh, give something to David. And this is uh,
5: from the Chopard Superfast collection. Mm-hmm. It's a split-second chronograph, so it measures elapsed time. The owner of Chopard Wait, is a... F- what? It's uh, called a split-second chronograph, so it functions like a stopwatch. So if you're measuring a race or a run... Why are you looking at me
7: like that? It's
5: very precise. Okay. So a lot of the details in this watch are modeled after vintage Ferraris. So you have Mm -hmm. red details in the hands and the dial that reflect uh, vintage Ferrari motorcars.
0: It's pretty much the closest I'm ever going to get to a Ferrari. Yes, better buy the watch. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Okay, and then you also brought in some. You brought in an engagement ring.
0: Absolutely. So, the,
1: what is what is in style right now for engagement rings? Because that is always changing. The,
5: the, there's trends in terms of rose gold um, and kind of authentic crafted, mm-hmm. but really, what about the cut? Um, cushions, rounds, emerald cuts. Um, are are, yeah, but rounds dominate the business, and I think for Engager rings, people still keep it relatively classic. You want it to transcend your own changes in taste, so um, you can buy beautiful platinum and diamond Engager rings for 30, 40, 50% off a tiny jewel box, which never happens. Mm-hmm. It all kicks off this, this week.
0: A crazy sale. It is a really
1: crazy sale. So we have a sale. couple more minutes. I feel like we should just go shopping just
5: because. What's <laughs> this
0: we? Um, uh uh, Mother's Day and Father's Day are coming and up. And my birthday.
1: So.
0: <laughs>
5: Graduations and
0: anniversaries. <laughs> you know, in my brain, I just committed suicide. Just then, right at that moment. But, I mean, particularly for Mother's and, and Father's Day, now it's in a – I'm not working for you here, but, I mean, now would be a great time to come in and get this stuff because it's all – Yes,
5: our you know. sale backs up to Mother's Day, so this will be on sale through um, the Saturday prior to Mother's Day. Okay. But we have clients that come in and shop for Christmas – during sale because sure. they know it's the only one that we do
1: and it's all your merchandise
5: virtually all probably 80 percent to 85 percent of all the merchandise in the store goes on sale which is so great because we don't exclude a lot of the major brands okay
1: very good great Whoa. well thank you so I much i love
0: this ring this all ring. a tiny drill box radio morning. happens to be the theater of the <laughs> mind but this yeah. is
1: can you open that watch for me please so i can try it on
0: G- uh, what i mean thank you platinum. matthew platinum watch? rings Thank that are you. connected with a smaller <laughs> ring and they will stack or fit on different fingers i promise i, mean, I won't
1: keep it i just want to try it
5: she'll yeah, keep there's it there's a whole catalog of these items that available at tinyjewelbox.com and
1: what's available online you have a lot of pictures uh, we online. we don't have
5: we have a lot of pictures of all the greatest deals that will be available for sale in a digital sure enough, catalog
0: not, you don't have a a, a store okay. online no right?
5: we don't we don't okay. but there's a catalog of all the great merchandise
0: these are gorgeous
5: TinyJewelBox.com. All right.
1: right. I'm starting to sweat. I need to All
0: right. Off. And just so you know, physically, the Tiny Jewel Box is downtown on Connecticut Avenue, uh, where M Street and Rhode Island meet. Thank is you. Is that the main entrance M now? Street
5: and Connecticut Avenue. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Stunning. All right, Matthew. Thanks very much. Great Thank being you. here on Foodie and the Beast, guys.
5: We
8: love having Great you. Great having so you. Thank you. So
0: now we're going to find out there's a big mystery around town. Everybody wants to know what a Letty Gooch is. So uh, Teresa Watts is here. She is the owner of Letty Gooch. It's an independent women's boutique in D.C. with a mix of emerging designers and, uh, you know, It's t-
1: also one of the few independent Indeed. boutiques yes. in D.C. because yes. D.C. has a lot of issues.
9: Absolutely,
1: sustaining independent
9: boutique. Absolutely, so we've actually been around ten years this month.
1: Congratulations! Um,
9: thank you. And we we also have a new location, which seems to be the trending theme this morning. Mm-hmm.
1: We've been uh, <laughs> years. Yes. we just uh,
9: moved into the Shea, which is on an Eighth and Florida, mm-hmm. and we are we're not far from where you used to be. Not far, You're literally like six blocks, five down to six no, blocks. That's the
0: happening block. Down but there. it's the
9: happening block, yeah. and we actually happen to be the only indie retailer in the block. So we're with Warby Parker, mm-hmm. um, that Kitten cash, Ace, right? Mm-hmm. That tech Steve, Cashmere Place. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Stephen Allen, um, and uh, Frank and Oak, which is a brand out of Montreal. Okay, so we're excited to be there. Representing Although you know, blush bed
1: spots opening up down there. Yes, and she's we're out here. of Bethesda.
9: Yes, I'm very she's excited cool. to get
1: she's very, very cool. She's a treatment. cool chick. <laughs> You'll
9: like yeah. her. Yeah, we're excited. Wait, to have You're her. skipping
0: over my first question. Okay, yes. what <laughs> is a Letty Gooch?
9: A Letty Gooch happens to be my grandmother. Um, so we named the store after my grandmother, after I unsuccessfully tried to name it after my cat, Molly. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't well, have did a name. Did Molly, <laughs> was Molly, I, a Molly <laughs> I didn't have any names. And so my sister was tired of my questions. And she's like, just name it after grandma. And I'm like, oh. That's such a sweet Letty idea. Gooch. And so. There we okay, go. so
1: let's talk about how you came about curating. I know you have, like, no questions.
2: Let's talk no, about no, how I'm you sorry. went about
1: curating um, your product, because you carry really funky pieces. We it's do. It's nothing you'll find in an intermix or a cusp or anything nope. like
9: that. Nope. So we, um, I work really hard at trying to uh, separate myself from majors, which is really difficult, by hand-selecting everything and looking for kind of emerging designers. Okay. So one of the things that we're trending in Letty Gooch right now is machine-washable um, made in the U.S., um, some organic fabric. So we carry uh, Prairie Underground, which is out of Seattle, which mm-hmm. happens to be one of our cult brands, which people appreciate being able to hand wash things these days where right. you don't have to go to the dry cleaners. Mm-hmm. And um, easy to use wear prints um, very much into texture. Mm-hmm. Um, this season, talk, speaking of Coachella, <laughs> it seems to be the theme of the trend a lot, which is bohemian chic, right. so caftans that you can I'm pair. About those. Right, that you can pair with any shoe that Elizabeth brought in. Right, so you can do your high heels, mm-hmm. Nikki, that you do sneakers, um, block heels.
0: I can see you in a caftan and sneakers. I'm getting worked up already. Right. Frankly. <laughs> I-
1: we were talking off air because uh, the show Vinyl, yeah, uh, Olivia Wilde's wardrobe in that movie is, I mean, in the show is insane, very 70s, and she yeah. all she wears is these crazy caftans. Super fabulous flare pants. Yeah. about
0: super? we got to take a commercial. Okay, we'll Ugh.
1: take a commercial break. When we come back, we're talking more flares. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a minute.
6: Hi, I'm Ben Affleck. The only thing better than playing a hero in the movies is being a hero in real life. Like the 50,000 veterans who returned from Iraq and Afghanistan with devastating injuries. They are true heroes, and they're why I'm proud to support Paralyzed Veterans of America. They make sure veterans with spinal cord injuries get the care and support they need at no cost to them. To learn more, visit pva.org. That's
5: pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. This
0: is Roger Waldron, president of the Coalition for Gumma Procurement and host of Off the Shelf. My show brings a voice to commercial service and product companies selling in the federal market. Each week, I talk to experts from inside and outside government about the latest federal compliance and policy information
5: for government contractors. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 11 a.m. for Off the Shelf on Federal News Radio 1500 a.m. or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Off the Shelf.
4: Green lights. Hey girl, school zone. I'm getting hungry
7: With a crazy election season in full swing and the campaign rhetoric flying, it's more important than ever to take a moment to thank the federal, state, and local employees who do the work of America every day. Take your moment on Sunday, May 1st at Public Service Recognition Week. Take part in the fourth annual Public Service 5K Run-Walk. Skip, jog, walk, or run. Register now at publicservice5k.com.
0: All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. Before we get uh, back to talking to Teresa Watts at Lady Gooch, I just want to thank the people that sponsor the show, our friends at Profish, our friends at the Clyde's Restaurant Group. I love that Hamilton. <laughs> uh, the Black Restaurant Group, I love Black Salt. And Celebrity Cruises, uh, if you don't know, uh, Nikki is the area brand ambassador for Celebrity Cruises, and she is has curated a a special cruise we're going to be taking January 26th with 28th. help me 28th Mike Isabella who else have we got on there Well
1: it hasn't been announced yet are you announcing it I'm not
0: announcing it but it's it's a it's I mean I it's mean the celebrity chefs you want to travel with and we're going to be going to Jamaica We haven't announced
1: it yet but we will be announcing that yeah, we will be a taking one. a fabulous cruise with all those that you know. It's going to be tons of fun, and it's not going to be too pricey, and it is going to be a great trip. So mark your calendars for January 28th. And you
0: get to see me in a bathing suit, you lucky suckers. (laughs) So, all right, let's get back to Teresa. So we are talking during the break. You know, you have all these resources, but finding them, you know, you don't just sit there and wait for them to walk through the front door.
9: Yeah, no. And a lot of people actually do walk through the front door, um, but it's really, that's not the people that you typically sort um, so the cool thing about being indie is that I do get a chance to source the people who are walking through the front door. And sometimes you can find so great people just come in, and people like, hey, come I'm in every events. day. making well, oh, scarves, Right. So we do emerging designers. Um, we do a lot of made in D.C., which there's a big, so um, a big push for that push around. Called I'm, I'm on DC? the board. Yep. For are think local really? first D.C. And made awesome. in D.C. is from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of exciting to be in D.C. and to be able to support uh, local locally made resources as well and then of course um there's the shows that elizabeth and i go to um but i like to source emerging designers from la west coast we do a lot of west coast branding okay so Um, how do you find them just online i walk a lot (laughs) through you know that um,
1: science show we went to yesterday that's what she does like that all
9: fashion so there's some huge shows that you spend days walking um and then in la there are markets so the markets are in tall high-rise buildings and I just walk every floor looking for something exciting. But
1: do you try to something find something exciting for you? Or do you try, like, no. is it about your taste? Is it about your no. consumer? How nope, do you nope, go nope. about picking what you so like? So you
9: try to pick. Um, I tell everyone who's interested in starting a boutique that you don't. It's great if you love fashion and you can pick fashion for yourself, but you really have to have an eye for what other people like or what you can see your customers or clients well, who wearing. Is your so my customer is actually. Average age twenty eight to fifty six. We've had Sonia Sotomayor come in the shop, for example, and she loves and our very Underground. <laughs> so, um, but really, women who are not afraid to take risks. So, what I try to do is offer something that's outside of the box. Mm-hmm. So, women who um are really independent, power women who love fashion who are not afraid to be an attorney in a caftan mm-hmm. on, a, on dress day on Friday, you know? Right. Um, yep. And in D.C. And that's challenging because historically we're known for being more conservative in fashion. You
0: don't want to be an attorney in a caftan in
9: court. In court. About, right? <laughs> um, no, but D.C. has changing. a really bad rap on it does. fashion. It does. You know? It does. I mean, it does. not just for... Yeah,
0: Well-deserved. Uh, I mean, in many cases, if you think well, back Well, if to, you look
1: at the Hill, I mean, that's the yeah. problem. That's where most people's eyes the, go to. What they
0: associate and with. And they think
1: everybody's walking around in a, you know, a frumpy blue suit. Exactly. With, you
9: know, or a polo shirt and khaki pants something. and something. With
0: the collar up. Right. With the
9: collar popped.
1: Um, but <laughs> I think given, like, the growth of 14th Street and H Street and these emerging neighborhoods, yes. you're seeing lots of good fashion in the Absolutely. city. Absolutely.
9: Fashion in the city is really, really exploding, which is mm-hmm. exciting for me because, um, because people are more social media conscious and people are looking... Um, to see what other kind of styles and trends people are wearing in D.C. Mm-hmm. So um, lists like yourselves, your followers, are more happening and more hip because they are going out to these great restaurants. Why are you looking at me? And they're looking for things to wear, right? right. To The the social scene in D.C. is really restaurants, mezcal, food. Right. She's <laughs> like, that
6: mezcal <laughs> And, we and we more have mezcal.
9: <laughs> um, so I think it's really exciting because it gives uh, stores like myself more options and feeling like we can continue to take risks and offer things that you don't find every day or um, carry something that a local emerging designer just stitched together. All
1: mm-hmm.
0: All right. Let's make sure everybody knows where Letty Gooch yes. is. Yes, Letty Gooch
9: is at 1921 8th Street Northwest. So it's 8th and Florida, and we're in Suite 110, and we're also online at LettyGooch.com.
1: Now, do you have, can you buy online?
9: You can. We just started that, so yeah, check really us out can. at LettyGooch.com. Great. Thank
1: That's you so cool. much. Thank so you. nice you. Likewise. for coming
0: in. All right. So, all right, so Torrin, let's go back to you. Let's
1: wrap up this mezcal. First, can we talk about the cocktail you made in the beginning? Because... It's not this is not something I would have ever ordered but it it's so delicious.
3: It's one of my favorite cocktails So to what order. you put in here? It's just it's uh ginger beer, squeeze of lime, um some bitters at Chris brought. You got to uh, talk in
1: front of the mic cuz we some, can't hear some you. Some bitters and
3: and uh coach mezcal. So that's an Espadín mezcal. Mm-hmm. Um it's a mule or uh, a a buck and it's a kind of like a format for lots of different cocktails. So you could add it with vodka or Many other spirits well, and it works since we're great talking with mezcal. mezcal
1: today. Why don't we just stick with mezcal? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so up, let's, up, let's right. talk
0: about the whole sort of the the, the starting point. And I asked you if there because agave is a is a cactus, isn't it? It's not.
3: It's a succulent, and it's not at all related to a cactus. Uh, well, but before really we had uh, genetic <laughs> engineering, you know, thirty years Could prior, you said it is,
0: so <laughs> <laughs> that my wife. <laughs> uh, so, but it, I mean, so, but I mean. You know, rockers, everybody's trying to make tequila and mezcal and all of that. Mm -hmm. So there are now agave farms, I assume, in Mexico.
3: And and agave's been cultivated in in Mexico for many, many centuries. And for the purpose of making spirits, as well as for making fibers and papers and... And other, like So do other you products.
0: go the way uh, a person would go to say to Napa and and go to different tasting rooms? Do you go to different? You could uh, absolutely Godly like and... a mezcal
3: trail. You could kind of go go um, in certain areas where there's many distilleries Let's go and pop around. One. Yeah, that's great. well, you could kind of find your own journey and you could kind of go to well, more we're established all on ones. Our own yeah, For of course. Oh, and um, <laughs> you know, basically, you go. You could just knock on people's doors and have a drink. And if you could, of course, you could come and visit us. At Fidencio or Coach, or one of the other friends that I have, mm-hmm. and the other brands that that I love uh, throughout Mexico. Um, this next one yeah. that we have is is actually not a mezcal. We were talking about what is mezcal in the beginning, and this is from that historic definition of mezcal, but it's a ricea. Ricía is basically mezcal from Jalisco, but legally not in the Do. It's nothing but an agave spirit. But these are um, so.
1: Is that just because of the region? Like like a yeah, Chianti the, the, or a
0: exactly, okay.
3: exactly. So it's yeah.
0: like a Chianti without the black rooster, essentially.
1: Well, that's it's R- got C- its C- own C-
3: rooster, right? right. <laughs> um, so this brand is called La Venenosa, and it's the first Ricea ever to come into the market. It's kind of like a an emerging kind of so segment. So what should we be looking for
1: when we this try that? This
3: one, well, they're all really different. They're radically different. Uh, they're radically unique. All the different expressions. I brought. I kind of refer to it as like PhD level. These are very typically really funky and very unusual and very small production. This next one, this one is um it's it's one that's not in the market yet. It's kind of um special because it is made um it's just, it's bottled at 63% alcohol. I mean not not just for that reason, but it is unique. Is that, that is really high because with mezcals <laughs> and tequila, you can only bottle it at 55 max. Okay. So now we get to see this whole other spectrum of how a rice or a mezcal will taste at this higher proof. Huh. Really, really beautiful stone fruits and really nice herbs. It's but really you, floral. Yes. And, Super floral. But once you taste it, you feel like you're having all those beautiful high-tone flavors on like a rocket or ship. Or I'm
1: just going to get really high because there's so much alcohol in it.
3: Well, you know... It, go at it slow not, and right. let it blossom in your straight mouth, straight. and it, and I think, um, yeah, the way really special
0: was the there she goes. Mm.
1: You could serve this on the rocks, right?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Typically neat, you know, that's the most traditional way, but absolutely. And I didn't bring a pairing with this one mm-hmm. because I'm still getting used to it, so I okay. don't want to. Yeah.
1: So do you like it?
3: I love it. This is one of my uh, my favorites. Cool. And right, so will be available on the market soon. Uh, yeah, we just got the label approval by the U.S. government, so it's probably going to be here in about a month or so. Okay, great. All right, yeah. guys,
0: unfortunately, we've got to end the show. And so, for those of you right. who
1: are going to be at Koshan today, you can try some of these fabulous methods. And Koshan is at
0: Union Market. No, it is not. It's not? Where no, it's it?
1: not. It's at the Lowe's Madison. Since when? Since this year.
0: Okay, what wow. do I know? Thank you. Since I'm not invited. Okay. <laughs> Poor
1: all baby. All right. goes <laughs> to the Lowe's Madison or
0: whatever Friday and watch Nikki ready. Judge. All right. So that's kind of it. Everything you heard about on the show today you can find on the list, are you on it, dot com. It's free to subscribe. Follow Nikki on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know about that trip that we didn't announce today <laughs> that isn't on January 28th, uh, follow the list or send Nikki an email at yep. the list, and she'll tell you all about it, but I'll not see. really.
1: Give you, my secrets early. No, uh, so, we want to thank everybody for the show today. So much fun. I still have, oh, I don't have any time. We're going to have a fabulous show next week. This week's show was, of course, very special to me. Everybody, please have a delicious weekend. <laughs>